are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's the deal? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Pistons Podcast. Let me tell you about, before we get into our episode, the live NBA draft show, NBA draft goat, Chad Forbes, Locked On NBA draft host, Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host, John Carolus, will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. But... Per usual, I am your host, Kuka Hill. You can find me on Twitter at Kuka Hill NBA. You can find me on YouTube at Coos Ballroom. You can also find me at Detroit Bad Boys, find articles about the Pistons. And today I am joined by Sham Mohill. He is my uh what, what do you call your wait, what, what do you call yourself, Sham? My blog Daddy? father. Oh yeah, blog oh, okay. father, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> Sham uh, is the man who got me started with all this. I'm sure you guys all know a few years ago he's the one who asked me to come on to Piston Powered, etc. So he he helped me get started with all this. So and he's one of my one of my close friends. So thank you for coming on today, Sham. How you doing, man? Of course, man. Pretty good. Uh, just got done with the workout. Just trying to kill time until next until Tuesday. Really. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. So um, let everybody know where they can find you at on Twitter and some of your stuff if you want to plug that. And yeah, I mean, yeah. So I have a podcast, um, Two Gods and a Goose. We haven't recorded since February. So if you're looking for fresh content, that's probably not the place to look. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sham Sham God. Um, I'm a pretty funny follow, pretty educational. I don't know. Follow me and see no, for yourself. No, yeah, he's a really good follow. He's funny. Uh, I think he should <laughs> stay with that funny part. No, but if I need to get serious, no, but if I need to get serious, I get serious. But I like to keep it light on Twitter because at the end of the day, it's just a bird app. You know, like why do you got to take everything <laughs> so seriously, right? Like people get so serious on that app, and it, at, at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's an app. You know, fair, fair enough. Um, so go ahead and make sure you follow him. <laughs> yeah. So follow me. And, and I mean, and even even longer ago, I wrote for Detroit Bad Boys. It's still on my bio on Twitter. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to Google it and see if I'm still on there, <laughs> go for it. But um, <laughs> I like to be affiliated with them. You know, I'm, I'm more of a silent partner. Fair enough. So today, I think uh, we're recording this on Monday, July 19th. Uh, so. If you guys remember, actually, not even if you guys remember, uh, Cade was in Detroit today. And I'm sure you guys will probably, by the time you guys have listened to this, you guys are probably still freaking out. So me and Sham are going to talk about him being in Detroit today. Possibly is Cade already the face of Detroit sports damn near. And if he, if and when he gets drafted by the Pistons, just how big of a face is he going to be for Detroit sports? Is he, like, how much of an impact do you think he's already had on the fan base, etc.? We'll talk about that. And then also, I asked Sham all the questions I've been asking all the previous guests, Laz, Duncan, Richard. Uh, we'll ask him the same questions along with, you know, does he, what do you think about Cade versus Jalen Green? Does he put any stock into it for real? Is he worried about the fit with Killian Hayes, et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. But first, Sham, like I said, Cade Cunningham was in Detroit today. Um, obviously, it's probably for his workout. I believe James Edward tweeted out that he, according to his sources, he did meet with Detroit 
Uh, what was your reaction when you saw that he was like some of these pictures of him taking pictures of the fans already, him being in Detroit? Um, well, I mean, I think just him being in Detroit is more of a formality at this point. I'm, I've been of the opinion for years now that Cade Cunningham is going to be the number one pick by someone. And that someone happens to be us. And it happened. He happens to fit a, a, a position of need for us as well. So it's a, it's a perfect fit. Um, but I don't want to go too much on that because I know we're going to cover that a little bit later. But I think it's really important. Like, I think people aren't putting enough stock in him actually taking the time to take pictures with people who were, I mean, I don't know if you saw the picture, Koo, but these kids were like decked out in like Tigers gear, like yeah. Detroit paraphernalia, Detroit. They're all Detroit, right? Right outside of Comerica Park. I think that was really big because say, say, say he was like, if he wasn't so certain that he was going to be drafted by Detroit, why would he take the time to post on social media and be potentially the victim of a Detroit meme for years to come if Detroit took Jalen Green. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I, it, I'm i I'm not certain if the Pistons have promised him yet, but it seems pretty certain if he's willing and able to take pictures so easily with fans at a game that's not even his. Yeah, I, I think this kind of ties into as well. What I've been saying on the podcast a lot is that I think this kind of shows that I mean, obviously, Cade Light would want to go number one overall pick. Anybody would want to go number one overall pick. But even when the Pistons won the lottery, like I've mentioned this all the time, on his Instagram Live, he was talking about how he's about to go to Detroit and turn it up, how he was excited to go to Detroit. If you watch any of his other Instagram Live since then, like if you see some of his workouts, they're talking about Detroit a lot. They're talking about how excited they are to get there. They're talking about how, oh, we're going to be the announcers for Detroit Pistons, blah, blah. Uh, and then there's another report that comes out that said he's a very excited to join Detroit. Um, and then there's also... Like in that Instagram live during the lottery, they made a comment about Cleveland. Uh, thank God, like I, some, one of you guys tweeted at me the exact quote. I keep forgetting it, but basically along the lines of "Thank God uh, it wasn't Cleveland" or "Oh, uh, like basically saying like he he didn't wasn't going to be excited if it was going to be Cleveland, but he seems generally excited that Detroit's there, uh, the number one overall pick. So I think this kind of all speaks to it too. And like you said, I think it's pretty cool that he took time to take pictures with Detroit fans uh, at Tigers game, like you said. Uh, in Tiger's gear, like he didn't have to do all that. Uh, I made a funny tweet on uh, on Lockdown Pistons account, basically saying like the the meeting basically went like, "Hey, Kay, we're we're going to draft you with the number one overall pick, so we just want you to go ahead and take a tour of the town. Uh, the fans are probably going to ask you to take pictures, but outside of that, if you need anything, that set us up." And he was just like, "I." Right. But that's basically how I think the meeting really went. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool that he was taking pictures, and obviously, Pistons fans have taken it and just like ran with the everyone's freaking out right now as we record right now, freaking out on Twitter about him being here. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's uh, pretty cool that he's here, and I think he's going to be the pick. And I I think that um, – actually, I heard you about to say something. Go ahead. Well, I was, I was just going to say, like, I think there's a distinction, and, and I want to point out the distinction here. Like, there's a difference between people taking pictures of Cade as he tours a city. I – I actually think it is kind of common for like prospects or whoever the potential pick may be to come and tour the city and get an idea of what the town may be like, what places to potentially stay, whatever, whatever, right? Go to Tigers games, go to whatever games are, are open at the time, whatever. That's like common, right? We've seen it with Lions rookies. We've seen it with Tigers rookies. We, like, we've, we've seen it all the time. But I think it's the, the difference is that people weren't taking pictures of Cade. Cade was taking pictures with people. And that's different than like, oh, he's sitting in the stands. Let me get like a candid photo of him up in like, you know, section 120 or something, you know, I think the distinction is him like standing, smiling, taking a picture of people who are fans of this, of this team. 
and who are locals of the city. That is different. And that makes me feel like it's more of a reason why this is this whole meeting is just more of a formality. Like, hey, we'll bring you in for a workout just because that's what we do. And work out maybe just like, hey, let's talk about some of our plays and our playbook and see the city. And that's about it, you know. So I don't know. This really seems like a formality to me. And another thing I think is that, like it just speaks again. Like I think Cade knows like, like you said, I think he knows he's going to be drafted by Detroit. And I think he knows how big of a big deal, like, this is going to be when he gets drafted. Like, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you saw this, like, trend going on, but everyone was doing, like, this, um, what was it, like, uh, Kay Cunningham catching a pass, Fade Cunningham. Like, that whole, like, trend that, that was going on in Pistons Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like, people were having a bunch of fun with that. And Cade actually quoted, like, a few of them. It was like, this is funny as hell. This, this yeah. trend got me sick, like, weak, whatever. So, like, he's, I think he knows how badly people want him in Detroit, how much of a big deal he's going to be to the fans here. And I, I think it's all just like basically a match made in heaven. I think he's excited to get here. And they, all, all of this kind of just speaks into that. Um, so, yeah, unless you got anything else to speak on him being in Detroit today, uh, we can move on to the next topic. No, but it's just it's just fun, right? Like when was the last time the Pistons have had this? Or like any really Detroit athlete, when, when have we ever been so excited about a rookie coming and joining our team? Whether you're a Lions fan, a Tigers fan, a Red Wings fan, whatever. When have we been this excited? The only time I can really think of being this excited was when Matthew Stafford was going to be the pick. And that yeah. guy became the face of Detroit. So yep. I think at, at the end of the day, it, it, it's all about how you perform on the field, on the court, whatever, whatever. But I think going into the season, I have not seen this kind of hype and excitement around um, a, 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 a prospect like Cade especially after the excitement that we saw for the team last year. I think there were a lot of fun pieces on the team last year. And now you add the, the presumptive number one pick to this squad. And now it's really exciting. And I think you're going to get a lot of people who are going to be interested in the Pistons that were probably not ever interested before. Yeah, that's actually where we're going to go with our next topic. So, But before we get into that, let me tell you about one of our sponsors, Rock Auto. You ever need a part for your car, head to the store, go through a ton of confusing questioning just for one of the workers to tell you that they don't have the part that you're looking for? I know I have. That's why you should avoid all these problems and rock with another one of our sponsors, rockauto.com. Find whatever part you're looking for on your computer or in your hand by using rockauto.com. Don't worry about having to create an account or making a membership. Just head over to rockauto.com and start shopping. rockauto.com always offers the lowest and most reliable prices. Head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Bro, so you're Sam, getting better like at you that. Were... <laughs> you're getting better at that because I remember you were doing that Built Bar one with me last time and you were just yeah. tripping and fumbling all over words. Didn't even know how to pronounce half of the flavors. Like, but now you're no, yeah, like, the, no, that flavor legit, that you're bro. talking about is Cherry Barcia. That what one that? I, yeah, it took me like, weeks. You're like a Cherry Barca. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> But now you're like legit like a salesman. So congrats, man. Like you, you, you've come a long way. No, yeah, man. Every now and then I still fumble over him. But, you know, definitely getting better. That Cherry Barcia, man, was getting, was getting after me for a few weeks there, dude. That, that, that was crazy, man. But um, like you were mentioning, though, like you were talking about with him being like basically possibly the face of Detroit, all this excitement moving into Detroit right now because of this pick. Um, I mean, you kind of answered it. But if you want to talk about it again, when's the last time you remember this kind of excitement heading into, like, not even just the Pistons, but, like, 
I don't know if you're a big Red Wings guy or Tigers. I think you're decently into the Tigers. Yeah, um, I am into Tigers. But 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 the rookies are different. It's different where for the Tigers because the Tigers draft somebody first overall and you don't see them for another four or five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's hard to be the face of the franchise when you are so far away from actually being on the team, you know? Yeah, fair enough. But outside of that, just when's the last time you th- you can remember? Is it really Matthew Stafford the last time you see like this kind of excitement heading into a season? Like in the past, like I don't know. I mean, I guess since like the Chauncey trade, I guess like 2008. Like is this the most excitement you've seen heading into a Detroit sports season about a certain team like this? I I mean, that's the last like the like when Matthew Stafford was drafted, I think that was like Okay, now we got like a good quarterback to build around. And I think people were excited. Although I don't think people were as excited as they are now with Cade. Because Cade, because Matthew Stafford at the time, he was a good, and I'm, I'm in no way a football expert, but he was a good, he was of course the presumptive number one pick, but he wasn't like how people are talking about Cade right now. Cade is like, people have not said generational, but they've like alluded to being along those lines. Like he's no Zion, of course. He's no LeBron. He's no Luca. But he's he's closer to them than he is like Anthony Bennett or who was number one last year? Uh, Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 gonna come in and make a big difference. Or at least he's supposed to. He's gonna have high expectations coming in. But yeah, this is the first time I've really seen the city like electric like this. And you know, I live in Minneapolis, and so I just hear what's on Twitter. I see what's on social media, whatever, and the buzz that I'm getting without actually being in the city is actually quite impressive. I've had some of my friends who live here who are Wolves fans say, Hey man, the Pistons look pretty good. Now they're going to get Cade to be, you know, they'd be pretty, pretty good for years to come. So it, it's exciting. Yeah. I talked about it a little bit right after they won the lottery. Like I went to gyms, people were talking about the Pistons. I had never like, I just hadn't seen people talk. Like if you go to a pickup game all these other years, like you go to a gym or anything, like you don't hear people talking about the Pistons. Everyone, it, it, the only time you ever heard someone talk about the Pistons is if like, like someone smoked a layup or something. Someone would make like a, a troll joke, like, "Hey, you should probably play for the Pistons," like trolling how bad they've been. Like you don't ever hear nobody talk about the Pistons. And after they won the lottery, like it was nonstop. Like everyone was just. I walk in the gym. I hear Detroit basketball being. You know, I hear people nonstop talking about, "Oh, we're getting Cage, man. Cage coming to Detroit." About like the excitement was just insane. And now. Literally, just him appearing in Detroit. Simply there being pictures of him taking pictures for fans. It's just like, <laughs> it has already like set another buzz to the fan base of everyone just freaking out like, oh my God, we're actually getting this guy. He's in Detroit right now. But like, like everyone's freaking out already. So definitely the excitement is at like a level that I, I haven't seen in a long time and possibly that I've never really seen. Um, I think maybe, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe when the... I don't know, actually. Actually, I don't think even it size up to that. I think when the Lions got Reggie Bush and they still had, like, all that, like, pretty good t- – I think people are pretty excited about them heading into their season. Yeah. But, like, not to this level. Like, they – like, it's not like – like, people thought, okay, maybe the Lions could be good. This right here is, like, people are just, like, freaking out right now. Like, oh, my God, the Pistons might actually be good again. Like, it's it's crazy what's going on right now. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, like, super exciting. If you remember, like, last year when the Wolves got the number one pick and – um, they, they draft Anthony Edwards, right? It's, it's not like people were like, Oh my God, the wolves are back. They got the guy like, you know, wolves are going to be back. Wolves basketball pairing with cat. Like no one was that excited for the wolves, but this year people are like, man, the Pistons actually got something now because they got Kate and Kate is like miles ahead of where Anthony Edwards was. So it's like, Pistons got a guy, or at least they will get a guy. 
Um, but I just want to hold off. Like I want to temper expectations to get, give it 10 more days, you know, like just, you know, calm down. And then July 29th, when that pick is announced, go crazy. Cause I know Detroit goes crazy over their guys. Always. We were going crazy over Thon maker. So imagine <laughs> how crazy we're about to go over Cade. <laughs> fair, fair enough. So that actually is the, one of the questions I wanted to ask you real quick though, is do you think that, Cade legit like when his name gets announced I think both of us believe like completely that he's going to be the pick I think a lot of people basically have came to that direction now that he's going to be the pick but when he's selected do you think that he legitimately could become like like no joke do you think he could legitimately legitimately become the face of Detroit before he even plays a, a game in, in a Detroit jersey like Detroit sports I mean well I mean if you think about it right right now who's the face of Detroit I, who knows? Because Stafford's know. gone. Who's the guy? I I could there's, there's a big hole. Like there's a big hole. Even before he plays a minute in the NBA, he's gonna come on and he's gonna be the face of Detroit. Now, to to stay that way, he's gotta perform on the court, obviously. But I think right away he's he's got the kind of star power that I don't think any team in Detroit has right now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't pay attention to the Tigers. I know you said you do. So if you there was someone on there, you probably would have mentioned the only I mean, guy Miguel I know Cabrera, on the Tigers. Go ahead. Miguel Cabrera is good, but he's kind of past his prime. He's no longer like the guy that he was like you know eight years ago. But I mean, yeah. he's the guy who has the most accolades and star power, I suppose. But um, like, he's no longer the guy anymore. He's no longer the face. And the Tigers aren't the best, or aren't one of the you know the. They're not the Lions, they're not the most popular team in the city. Maybe even the Red Wings are a little more popular than the Tigers right now. Um, so I I really truly think Cade comes gets drafted July 29th, he becomes the face of Detroit. And now everybody follows him, especially in the era of social media and being what he like a 19-year-old kid. He's gonna have such a following for so long here. Yeah, and I think that what I mean, I'm kind of going off topic here, but I mean I basically agree with you, by the way, because I don't really know much about the Tigers, but I feel like you would have said someone if so. I don't really follow the Red Wings either, but I feel like even when I was younger, I didn't really follow the Red Wings like that. Like, I knew the guys in the Red Wings. Like, I knew Datsuk, Zetterberg. Like, I knew all these guys because they were that, like, type of dude. So, I feel like if they did have someone who was the face of Detroit, I'd know them. Uh, and then the Lions don't have anybody. So, I, I do feel like that Kate is probably, like, before he even touches a, a, a single game, he's probably going to be the face of Detroit sports off top. But it kind of speaks to what you, what you were just saying. Um I feel like that he—that's something he's extremely excited about too. I think that kind of speaks, uh, hits on another reason why he could possibly be so excited about joining Detroit because he knows. Like, I feel like Cade knows that, like, once he gets here, he's going to be the dude. Like, he's going like guys already have showing him so much love. Like, I feel like he knows that there's like a void here that he could fill. Like, not only like a uh, franchise that is historic with championships, etc., but like with a fan base that's just hungry and is is already showing him like insane amount of amounts of love. So I feel like that's definitely an attraction for him as well as a player who possibly could be coming here. So, but later on when we come back, we're going to talk about the questions that I've been asking everyone else before Sham got on here, the Cade versus Jalen Green, the Cade and Killian fit, uh, Cade is a prospect, et cetera. We'll ask him all those quick hitting questions. But before we get into any of that, let me tell you about another one of our sponsors, Line AG. Betting is now legal in Michigan. And if you're anything like me, you want to take advantage of that instantly. However, there was one problem I constantly ran into. There's just so many different apps to bet through. Which betting app is the best to use? Which one is the best for me? That's why I found BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
The NFL season might be over, but the MLB is still in full swing, and the NBA has possibly the final game of the season coming up. If you want to take advantage beyond sports, however, Fanline has you covered there too. Fanline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, things I didn't even know you could bet on. Fanline has real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. Fanline is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to Boundline now to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make sure you use promo code LOCKEDON. Boundline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Sham, so do you put, like like I mentioned earlier, we're going to ask you some of these questions I've been asking everybody. Um, I've, I've learned that not everybody, everyone who listens to these podcasts every day, I feel like I learned that a lot of them are like newer listeners per week. So even though I talked about for the last three podcasts with play, uh, different people, a lot of you guys are hearing this for the first time. So some of you guys uh, that have already heard these questions so many times, I'm sorry that you have to hear it again. I mean, there's not much else to ask right now. But I think it's also it's also cool to hear different perspectives and get different ideas and if someone has different ideas and perspectives on things. So I hope you guys also can enjoy this still anyways. But Sham, do you put any stock into the Jalen Green uh, to the Pistons? Like how much stock on a scale of 1 to 10 do you actually put into the whole – they, they may actually like Jalen Green over Kay Cunningham. First of all, don't ever apologize for having new listeners. There you Second go, of man. all. <laughs> so, okay, so going to your question, I really, I mean, if if one, if, if zero is like, uh, man, there's no truth to this at all, it's completely no stock at all, and 10 being like, oh, man, total smoke, they're going to draft Jalen for sure. I would say it's probably like a two. Um, I think the only way that they don't draft Kane Cunningham is this is if they get like a true haul and I mean like a haul haul for the first overall pick because honestly Kate Cunningham fits everything the Pistons are trying to do and honestly so does Jalen Green because there's such a, a vacuum of talent right now on the team that pretty much anybody you put in there isn't a fit right um so the only like so but if like you know because you don't know because if 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 Troy Weaver were to announce the team we're gonna draft kate cunningham it's a promise don't even bother throwing your offers maybe he's shutting the door on some crazy gm who has something for kate cunningham and is willing to sell like five first round picks and their best player under 25 or something crazy right like then you got to consider right so you got to leave the door open leave a little bit of doubt that hey maybe this is not the guy but you know it's the guy you know so I really don't put any stock into it. I assume Jalen Green will probably come for a workout at some point to Detroit. And I guarantee when he does, or if he has already, the noise around that is going to be like, oh man, this looks, looks like this guy looks super good um, and whatever. But it's just because his game, the way he plays basketball is going to look better in a workout than Kate Cunningham's because Kate Cunningham shares the basketball. One of his best traits is playmaking. You don't see that in necessarily like a workout. You see shooting and dunking and, and being athletic and whatever. And Jalen Green checks all those boxes ahead of Cade. Um, so you're going to hear noise for the next 10 days. Of course, pe- people got to fill content. People got to meet quotas. You know, just like you, you got to do a podcast every single day. What are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about this, right? Um, there's no story if everybody says Cade's the guy, right? Um, so I put a two on it. I mean, it's really not much stock at all, but I'll, I'll like entertain it, I suppose, for 10 days. Fair enough. That's basically where I'm at now. You guys all know that's that's basically where I'm at on this. But um, but outside of that, are you worried at all about the fit between Kay Cunningham and Killian Hayes potentially on the court? I guess I 
I am of the mind, like I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say like, and uh, like a lot of smart people on Twitter say like, oh man, these two fit like a glove. Um, they're going to work so well together. I guess for me, and maybe I'm like naive, I'm kind of old school. I don't see the fit as well as other people. I still do, like they're going to fit well together because hoopers are hoopers, right? It's not a bad thing to have two guys that are willing to make plays for others. Um, but I think the difference is that Killian is like they they both would prefer to make plays for others so they they'd rather not they both want the ball in their hands of course um but if it comes to a point where we have to choose between Kate or Killian I'm sorry but Killian you got to go bro like Kate is the guy and it's it's up to Killian to figure out how to work with Kate not the other way around the franchise should be looking at how the team fits around Kate not Killian so so yes I, they can work together but I mean, it's not going to be as easy and seamless as a lot of other people think it may be. So I basically have said the exact same thing you said just now. Uh, that you know, if if you had to pick between the two, it's obviously like killing. You gotta go, man. I'm sorry, but hey, this is Kate. Um, I think their fi- their fit's going to be fine. Uh, it's not perfect, but I think I, I think if Killian actually improves upon his three point shooting this offseason, which I think he will. I'm I know Sham, me and you were. Actually, I'm not going to speak for you, but I know that me and you were not the biggest guys of Killian, like the biggest, highest, uh, like everyone else. There's a lot of other people that were of Killian Hayes at the beginning of the season. Um, I've completely done a 180. I don't know if you've know, have heard this or not, but I'm, I'm pretty high on Killian now after watching how he played down the season, going back and watching stuff. I think he has something there that can be crafted into a, a legitimately really good damn player. Uh, so I do think that he'll probably improve his jump shot this offseason, but it relies on that. Either way, I think their fit is is will be fine. And even if it wasn't, like you said, uh, Kate's the guy. You don't if if it really comes to that killing, you just get you have to go or whatever. Like it's not. I, I think it's a good problem to have. Basically, like if you can get Kate Cunningham, you figure everything else out later. Basically, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and 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 I think this league is like predicated upon guard play, right? When there's two minutes left in the game and you're down, you're, you're down by five or something like that, and the game is in the line, who do you give the ball to? Who makes plays for you? And right now, I just don't see that being Killian. You know, like offensively, he's just not there for me. He doesn't create his own shot enough for me. He's great at getting other people involved and making things happen for other people, but I just don't see it happening for himself. But that's the beauty in Cade because Cade is the guy who will do that. And if the ball is past Killian's way, he needs to be a better shooter in order for me to have confidence that they're going to fit well together, like you said. Fair enough. Uh, so lastly, the last question I guess I'll ask you is, do you believe that, like I've said many times, I, I was about to say Killian, I meant to say Cade. Um, basically, I've said on the podcast multiple times that I believe that getting Cade Cunningham accelerates the Pistons' restoration, that Troy River calls it, from like three to six years around there to like two to three years with Cade. Do you agree with that statement, or do you think it's possibly even quicker? Do you think it's it's it? Nah, you don't know about that. It might be a little longer still. What what do you think about that whole timeline thing now with Cade? Well, let me uh, let me answer your question with a question. What is the meaning of restoration to you? Is it getting back into the playoffs? Is it winning a playoff game? Is it being in the Eastern Conference Finals? Is it winning the the title? What is the um, what is restoring to you? Because restoring for the Pistons is titles, right? Fair enough. I won't say title contention. I'll say how long do you think it is now with Cade versus before Cade? Um, the Pistons will be not getting swept in the first round. At least like be like competitive in a first round series, possibly win a series. 
I think they could maybe, yeah, like you said, I think two they're they're probably two years away from doing that, from like making it com- like a competitive first round series at least. Um, but I do think they're they're the way their cap sheet looks, and I don't know if you're much of a cap guy. I'm certainly not, but I've been kind of keeping an eye on like when contracts expire, who's going to be on rookie scale deals when, um, and what I'm learning is that as you build teams, the best way to build a team is you have superstars on rookie scale, like rookie scale contracts. Like look at Dallas right now. Luka Doncic is still on his, on, his, on his rookie scale contract. They're able to add some really good pieces around him. Another team looks really good and Luka's getting better and better. So I can see the same thing happening with the Pistons where they got Cade on a rookie scale. They got Killian on a rookie scale, Beef Stew, Sadiq Bay. They got all these good pieces on rookie scale contracts that are just asking for a max level player to come and come to Detroit and then make noise. Right. And they're that one superstar player away um, from like really, really being good, I think. But that'll take two years at least. Fair enough. I also believe that they're probably around two to three years away. Um, I, where were you at before they got Kate Cunningham? Where, were you saying like three to five years, like I was saying, or longer potentially? What, where were you at before they got this number one pick? To me, it was it, it was always going to be like, like accumulate as much talent as possible to see who is like going to be the guy, right? Um, cause when you, cause when you don't have the first overall pick, you're, it's, it's pretty much a crapshoot, right? You don't know who's going to be the guy. Look at Giannis 15th overall pick. He's the MVP of the league. And now is about to win a title tomorrow. Right. Um, you don't know who that guy is going to be. And I think what Troy Weaver's game was, was to, Hey, let's get all of these young guys and let's see who's going to be the guy. Um, so I think it would have just been more years of that until they finally found the guy to build around and whether that be Killian, Sadiq, Beef Stew, whoever it may be, or, who, or a, a guy to be drafted. I think that was the game until something concrete happened, you know, like build a good foundation, have a good development program, which we've seen, have a good coach in place and create an environment where young people can thrive. And then once the young people thrive, you'll see who steps up, who doesn't. All right. Well, to speak to your salary, Captain, I I asked that last question. I need to buy myself some time while I look this up, (laughs) but, but, uh, the Pistons in 2022, 2023, they're only be, they're only $51 million on the cap right now. Um, next year that 102, but after that, after next year, uh, Blake Griffin comes off the contracts, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the basically the big one. That yep, that right there exactly. basically removes everything, and they're going down to so they're going to have a lot of cap space going into the future. I mean, obviously you're going to add uh, uh, K Cunningham's contract to this, uh, probably Hamadou Diallo. I believe he probably will come back, but if he isn't, uh, but you're probably add that to there i'd probably say like eight to ten million so that'll probably be another well they got like they probably got room for one max guy right like that's yeah. the they, and they, that's probably all they need like say kate is the guy that everybody thinks he is right um t- two years from now Kate's gonna be pretty damn good then right so you add a max yeah. level guy to that and if, if if we believe Cade to be the superstar that he is both on and off the court i really think that detroit can be a free agent destination yeah, that's actually something I've talked about on the podcast before, that with Cade, like you just said, but then also with having Jeremy Grant here and him choosing to come to Detroit and his reasons exactly. behind it. And then also with Troy Reaver creating, I believe, a culture here uh, that is already being like being shown after one year. I mean, you got three guys over there with Team USA. Like that's not all obviously all culture, but like having that helps the culture and and, and the selection of these young players that he's made that have all hit or look like they're going to all hit helps. The coach here that is 
I think people, I, I don't think Dwayne Casey's a player. I think he actually is kind of a player's coach, but not like in the general sense that you people think of a player's coach. I think players like really like him and really respect him. So I think that helps as well. Like there's a lot of things building in Detroit where I actually believe that could be the case as well. But before we get you out of here, let's go ahead and ask you something real quick. But actually, before we ask you, today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoyed it at 2.6 cars and I-5 calories. We can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. You kind of mentioned it just a couple minutes ago. Uh, we got the NBA finals game tomorrow when we're recording it. When you guys are listening to it, it'll be today. Are you predicting the Milwaukee Bucks to win this series in six tonight? Bucks in six, baby. But I no, but okay, like I, I really do think the Bucks will win tomorrow. But man, that that Suns team is good. I mean, it's to me, the way I watch that game is like, man, I just want it to go seven. I want it to go as long as possible. But I I do think the Bucks have figured it out enough. And honestly, by figuring it out, it's just like just giving Giannis some help. <laughs> um basically. Yeah, it's but I just think that dude just wants it more than anybody else in the court. Yeah, I also think the Bucks win it in six. I said before when they went down 2-0, I still said Bucks in six. You guys can go back. I remember asking you guys to make sure you guys record that, put it down in your notes so if I look like an idiot, you guys come back at me. So I, I want all you guys to pull that tweet up or pull that statement up and come at me tomorrow when they win in six. Be like, oh, cool. you know what? You were right, man. But I will say I made a prediction on – Motor City Hoops podcast a few days ago, or two days ago, I think it will be when you guys listen to this, that I think that today's game is going to be a blowout for Milwaukee. I think three straight games of Phoenix giving it literally everything they could and losing like how they did multiple times down the stretch, even having a, a big lead at home last game and losing it and, and again, falling apart down the stretch. Uh, and then Milwaukee going back home, knowing they're one game away, after like you're saying, figuring it out, giving Giannis help, and Giannis is literally dominating this entire finals uh i think they're going to run out of gas and milwaukee's going to smell the blood in the water and, and basically just bury them that's my prediction that's my bold prediction of today and by game. when you say milwaukee it's gonna be Giannis. i i, I just don't see it ending other way right this dude is just gonna have a monster game tomorrow win or lose right if they win by 30 or lose by 10 he's gonna have a monster game it's gonna be on the other people on his team to step up to see like okay who's gonna who's gonna be second guy and then the past in the past two or three games it's been chris middleton um, so the game, like the Bucks will win if everybody steps up, if, if not everybody steps up except for Giannis, I just don't see them winning. Yeah. I think the reason why I'm more confident in that happening, because one, like you said, Chris Middleton seems to be, ha- seems to have been figuring it out as of late. And also Chris, uh, not Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday had a really good game on the road. Now they're going home. You figure he played better. They're going to play better at home. They, they usually say role players play better at home. So, I mean, if he can have a good, good appearance on the, on the road, I think, with the game, with with the finals, basically a championship right there in front of you at home, I expect them to uh, play just as good at home, uh, if not better. But thank you, Sham, yeah. for coming on here, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you and your podcast, etc. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Koo. Um, you can follow me at Sham Sham God on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Detroit Bad Boys. You can read some of my old articles about like man like 26 2019 pistons or something i don't know <laughs> if you want to read that um podcast two guys and a goose run itunes iheart stitcher spotify we got it all so um thanks for having me on man this is really fun i'm i every time i come on here every time i like see your work on twitter every time i see your youtube i'm always like like a like older brother like like proud of you man i appreciate it man i definitely sham no joke 
Sham, I, me and Sham mess around with each other a lot, troll each other a lot. But for real, Sham is like the main reason I'm where I'm at. He came up, to, he came to me in like 2016 when I was basically a nobody, and asked me to come write for Piston Powered, and basically the rest is history. And we be, we became very close friends too. So I appreciate everything you you you've done for me, and definitely the friendship we've created. And thank you for coming on here. It's always a lot of fun talking with you, even though you're too much of a troll to take serious half the time. But. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I'm a, but I'm an entertaining troll. So basically, but <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys haven't already, make sure you guys go down below, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a five-star review, put down some uh, review down in the review box and we can answer those questions on the mill bags that we'd be having on Wednesday. But until the next podcast, I'll see you guys later. Enjoy the finals game. Have a great day, everybody. Peace out, everyone.